Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Today in the Agent Power Huddle, we're going to be talking about classifying your sphere of influence. And the reason we want to do that is because how you interact with them and how you manage them and how you stay connected to them kind of varies based on what category you might put them in. Because as you know, some people are going to just be your absolute champions and others are going to think of you when when the occasion arises, but they're not going to go out looking to help you build your business. I even had one gal who literally jumped up on a table at a company Christmas party to extol the virtues of working with Ed Lane. So the continuum of quality, you know, the continuum of quality of referring parties is is a pretty lengthy one. But the best way to sort of do this is we always train on classifying folks in your sphere of influence as A, B, or C. And, and there's this little last category called D as in delete. So uh, that is a fourth classification, I guess. But really the, the whole idea is everybody you meet, it starts as a C. And I'll, I'll work from the bottom up so you understand. So C are people that you don't know yet if they would refer you, but your mission, singular mission is to find out, right? And we'll talk a little bit about what we do to do that and scripts that we use, et cetera. Um, but that's what a C is. A B is someone who would refer if shown how. And an A is somebody who has referred. And then I actually have what I call A pluses, which are folks that have referred multiple times to my business. And, and I give them a little extra loving. So we'll kind of walk through what I do. But the, the recipe is how much you're going to communicate with folks and the mediums over which you're going to communicate will vary a little bit depending on whether they're A, B, or C, right? So again, let's start with C. Let's say you just met somebody at a dinner party or at a ball game or wherever. And invariably, that first conversation kind of goes like this. Hey, how you doing? So what do you do, right? Everyone asks that at some point when you first meet somebody. So you need to have an elevator pitch of what you do. And in that response, you should use what I call gold bricks, right? The, the idea of a gold brick is, hey, if, if I called you and said, hey, Lisa, I've got a gold brick here in my office or, or at my house, all you have to do is come by and pick it up. 100% of people would come by because if, if you're not familiar with gold bricks, they're their typical value or average value is over $660,000, right? So a gold brick is a no-brainer to say, yep, I'll come over. Well, I would like my answer to the what do you do question to be as inviting as a gold brick, right? So you think about what your value proposition is. I'll tell you what mine is so we, you can have it on this recording and refer back to it but it's really fast, it's 30 seconds, and it has to have a buyer gold brick and a seller gold brick looped into it. So someone asked me, what do you do? I say, well, what I do is I help buyers get priority access to properties before they get on the MLS or the internet so they can avoid all the bidding wars. 
and I have a sell for free program for my sellers. Does that sound like it would help you find a good deal? And invariably they go, holy crap. Yeah, that's awesome, right? My my mission is just for them to, to view me not as a realtor, but as a different realtor. In my market, we have over 30,000 realtors. The average consumer knows two or three at least, right? And consumers think we're all the same, sadly, right? But you and I both know there's dramatic differences between realtors, right? So, so what I want to do is demonstrate in a quick response whether or not I'm different, right? Now that I've established that, then I can say, well, would it be okay to stay in touch with you? Or do you have someone that you would refer, right? We actually use a script uh, from Buffini, if you guys are familiar with Brian Buffini, and it's called the Mayor Campaign. And campaign is... Uh-oh. Well, in this context, it's kind of the same thing, right? Oh, my internet's unstable, according to my thing. I'll give yeah, it a you, you froze a bit. Just <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> All right. So we use the mayor campaign to find out would they vote for you as a realtor, right? So the power of the mayor campaign is that I am not hoping everyone I talk to is in the midst of picking a realtor. The statistical probability is practically zero, right? But what I am capable of doing is finding out, is there already a name in their head when faced with a request from a friend or a family member, hey, do you know a realtor? They've got a name in their head, right? Well, I want that to be my name. So the mayor campaign sounds like this. You know, it's you chit chat, you build rapport, and then you go, hey, I have a question. If you were thinking about, about buying or selling a house or had a friend or a family member that was, do you have a realtor that you would refer them to? And all I'm finding out is their name already in their head. And what happens is they will always respond with one of three responses. The best one is, well, yeah, it's you, silly, right? So you know you're golden there. It'll, it could be no, to which you say, well, I'd like to be that person. And here's why. Drop the gold bricks, right? Or three, yeah, it's my friend who sold me my house, or it's my mom, or it's whomever, right? So when we're starting with the C's in our list, or anyone who we've newly met, which by default is a C, we use the mayor campaign to figure out, would they refer? Right now, if it's their mom or an immediate family member, they're not likely to refer. Not impossible, but not likely. Right. We we even had a realtor on my team a few years back that stole a customer from the customer's father. So I'm not saying you can't. Right. It happens. But the. In that example, the father was incompetent. So that was an advantage for the person asking. But but you shouldn't assume that someone would automatically choose to work with their aunt or uncle or whomever. Drop your gold bricks and find out, right? Hey, well, I don't know what they do, but here's what I do for buyers. Here's what I do for sellers. At that point, they're going to tell you, well, yeah, I, I'm going to use my aunt. And I always say, well, I don't want to make Thanksgiving dinner uncomfortable or anything, but here's what's unique about me. 
right? And then I, I give them a, my value proposition. So anyway, back to C's. So I have this conversation. They've established or answered in a way that tells me that they are going to be a referring uh, opportunity for me. So they're automatically moved up to B. Now, remember the definition of B, would refer if shown how. The average person doesn't know how to refer. Think about it. Like the minute you got your license and you started telling people, I, I'm a realtor, whether it was 20 years ago or 20 days ago, your friends started saying, give me stacks of your business cards, right? Because I want to support your business. That's noble, appreciated, and I want to leverage that. But giving them stacks of business cards does nothing to generate business for yourself. So what you need to do is teach them how to refer, right? And we'll do a whole separate video on, on how to train people to be a referral source for you. But it's not giving them a bunch of business cards. Buffini has a great uh, video on the five miracles that it takes for a handed out business card to become a transaction for a realtor. And I won't, I won't steal his thunder, but maybe I will another time. Anyway, so B's will refer if shown how, A's have referred, A pluses have referred multiple times. Well, now how, now that I've gone through and classified them, what am I gonna do? Well, remember the process of classifying them included giving the mayor campaign or somehow establishing in your own words, whether or not they would refer, then you want to launch a drip sequence on them through your CRM because the whole trick about real estate is being top of mind when the occasion arises, right? When the coworker says, my boyfriend and I are getting married and we both have houses, we want to liquidate those and get a bigger house or whatever, whatever life event triggers a real estate transaction, people then reach out for referrals, right? Well, I need them to put Ed Lane's name into the mind of whomever asked for it. Well, I do that by remaining top of mind. And the only way to remain top of mind is to use multiple forms of media, right? So it's phone calls, emails, social media, face-to-face -face meetings, right? Events. And then for my A pluses, it's actually gifts. So uh, we can work backwards from there if we want. So an A plus, they get all the above, everything I just listed, right? But they also get a quarterly gift from me through a company called Client Giant, if you haven't heard of it, uh, look it up. But they have a post-closing $99 for four gifts throughout the year. And they're cool gifts. Like um, one just hit last week, which by the way, gives me an excuse now to call everybody. Hey, did you get your gift, right? And, it, and I added myself to the list so I know what they're getting when they get it. And it's this cool uh, travel toiletry bag. And we all, you know, men and women alike need something to put their toiletries in and throw it into your suitcase so it doesn't all spill all over the place, right? So it's one of those. It's, you know, kind of cool. It's something that, that will get used. It's not earth shattering and it's not hyper expensive for me, but guess what? I'm top of mind. And I get Facebook messages and text messages of, oh my God, so thoughtful. Thank you. This is awesome. The last one was, uh, 
eye pillows. I didn't even know what those were. Right? But it's a it's a weighted face mask that you put over your eyes to help you sleep better. And oh my God, for something that I had never heard of, the rave reviews came pouring in. Even my wife was like, this is awesome. So uh anyway, so that's A plus is get gifts on top of all of the other forms of communication. So let's let's start by talking about the phone. The phone is your number one friend, right? And you need to time block every day to make a group of phone calls to your sphere. Take take whatever the number is and divide it by 20 business days in a typical month, right? That's how many calls a day you need to make in order to talk to your A's and A pluses once a month. That's not a, an insignificant amount of phone calls, right? We should all be driving towards having 100 A's. That's our goal. I have in my database right now, my A's, B's, and I mean, C's will say that, but you're not to C for very long. The minute you get into my database, I'm already calling and running the mayor campaign on you and moving you up or moving you out, right? But A, B's, and C's are about 187 in my database. Well, all right, that means I got to make five calls a day, right? No, that'd be 110 calls a day. That's 200. 10 calls a day every day to my sphere. And I'm not doing it. So this video is going to hold me accountable to make sure I, I do that, right? All right. So A's and A pluses get phone calls every month. B's get phone calls every quarter, right? So now you got to mix those in. How many of those phone calls do you need to make every week in order to touch them every quarter? A supercharger move is handwritten notes after every phone call drop a handwritten note in the mail invitation size right little ones like that think about how you feel when you get the mail and you have a stack of mail and it's bill 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 oh what's this tiny little envelope right the endorphins literally kick in there is a physiological response to receiving an invitation sized envelope and you want to invoke that in the person that you're sending it to so i'm my goal is to send out 500 notes a day and i put them next to the phone so every time i get off the phone i just write a couple quick notes so great to catch up with you today can't believe your kids graduating that's so awesome congratulations and then I drop it in the mail. And I actually have, because I used to be a, a certified Buffini trainer, I have these little stickers that say, oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. And I use that sticker to stick my card to the upside, upper side or top side of the note when they open it. So I'm always reminding them that my business is built on referrals. Every phone conversations ends with, hey, do you know anybody that would benefit from my services? I'd love to take great care of them. And I have people that say that to me. Like by the end of the phone call, they're like, and I know, I know, Ed, if I know anybody that blah, 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 blah. And that's fine, right? Because 
when someone says, do you know anybody? Guess who they think of, right? That's my mission. So A's get calls every month. B's get calls every quarter. Everybody gets emails once a week. Oh, am I the host? Someone's knocking. So I'm going to oh, let them in. Or you already did. Thank you. So I'm going to set them up in my CRM to receive emails every week. They're going to get a handwritten note either once a month or once a quarter, depending on whether they're A's or B's. I'm also going to set up a targeted audience in Facebook so that they see more of my activity on social media. And no, I don't blast just listed and just sold. I saw a funny meme over the weekend. It was, what if, what if surgeons marketed on social media like realtors? And it was a dude in scrubs saying, yeah, I just did open heart surgery on Mrs. Johnson. If you know anybody that needs open hearts, you know, people want to know that you're successful, but be very, very careful about over marketing just listed and just sold. Because I have had people tell me, yeah, I just gave a referral to so-and-so. I didn't send them to you because you're, you're too busy. You don't need the money. That's a punch in the gut, right? So make sure that you're promoting what you're doing. I did a, um, a reel over the weekend of uh, I mowed two lawns for clients. One client that closed last month that's moving here from Memphis. And one client that's going on the market uh, Thursday, but already moved to Dallas. And so I was like, well, I want the client moving here to have a nice yard when they pull up to their new house that they bought a month ago, but haven't moved in yet. And I want the photos that are being shot today to look awesome. So my social media was filled with Ed in shorts and scrubbies and mowing lawns and edging and blowing and all that. But guess what? My clients and my sphere know that I used to be a general contractor, so they know to call me for anything, whether it's I need a new hose or I need a new house or everywhere in between, right? Okay, so they're hearing from you on the phone. They're hearing from you over email. They're seeing you on social media. What is the top of the communication continuum? Face-to-face, -face, right? So you want to do client appreciation events. I do them. I try and do them every quarter. I average two a year. I set sail to do three, but usually I get married and skip one. But I always do um, tackle back to school in September. And I always do toys for tots drives in December. And it's awesome. Now, we did a different agent power huddle on. Uh, client appreciation parties and how to lever them up. So watch that video, but that is part of the care and feeding of your sphere, right? Because you're gonna invite everybody, A's, B's and C's to your client appreciation event, whether they come or not, it's another touch, right? And when you have a, an event, it's a touch to announce it. That's a phone call. It's a touch to invite them. 
That's social media and another invitation size envelope that shows up in the mail, right? Because we do invite, we don't just do evites. That's a missed opportunity. You want to talk to people and then you want to send them, you want to get the endorphins flowing, right? So you send them an invitation that they can touch and feel. Then we have the event. If they come, that's another touch. Then after the event, we call them again. That's another touch. And we do social media promotion of the event. Right. And that's that's another added benefit of always incorporating because you gave them an easy way to do something good for the community. Because most people have that plan. Now my internet's failing me again. But but most people have a goal for the year to do something charitable and then life happens, right? But you go, hey, go to this website and, and click the link to donate some money or come to my event and bring a can of food. You know, if, if the, um, you're going to donate food for a food drive or something as part of your event. Um, we've done shred events around tax time where we donated a pound of food for every pound of paper that we shredded. The last one we did was uh, pre-COVID, but we, we donated 4,000 pounds of food. The reason I'm bringing all this up is because in that phone call after the event, it's, hey, Susie, I know you weren't able to come. We really missed you, but I wanted to let you know how great it was. You know, we had so many, we had X people show up and we donated Y thousands of dollars or pounds of food or whatever the charity event is. And if you know anybody that would benefit from my services, I would love to take great care of them, right? Because every phone call is going to wrap up with an ask for referrals. So that's the continuum, right? If you think about the, the communication continuum, right? It goes from uh, tech or emails, which are the least communicative and often most missed, to text messages which are more red, a lot more red, like 97% red, to phone calls, to face-to-face. -to -face. And you should always be trying to drive up that continuum because that's the deeper and better connection that you're gonna get with your sphere of influence. And the last point I wanna make is top of mind awareness. Think of it like a flame. Top of mind awareness fades over time right but when you talk to them that flame goes up the minute you hang up the phone it starts to fade that's why you need to speak to people with regularity and consistency and that will sustain the flame right that's it this is super easy right just make 20 phone calls a day every day for the rest of your life no i'm just kidding Right. The beauty of events and those sorts of things is it'll help you fill in the gaps when you maybe miss a group of phone calls. Because uh, like in my life this week, last week and this week, my son's graduating from college. It's been a huge blessing and momentous occasion, but a huge time suck. Right. And it's impacted my time on the phone. Well, I'm going to make up ground. And I'm going to do my best, but you you can't, if you can't make, you know, X phone calls in a day, what makes you think you're going to make two X or three X because you missed a day or two, 
it's just unrealistic, right? So give yourself grace, mercy, and forgiveness and get back after it and you will reap the benefit, right? You should have 30 to 40% of your business or more should be referral. And there's lots of realtors where it's 100% referral. I feel like a mix is better because, you know, you can have a low appraisal or a screwed up inspection. Invariably, a lead gen deal happens to close when that deal went sideways. So anyway, work both and you will have a hugely successful business. We can open it up to questions if you'd like, or we can wrap it up. We're at the bottom of the hour, so. Thank you, Ed, that was amazing. You always yeah. get such good input and advice and resources, love it. My absolute pleasure. And Ms. Brenna, uh, she looks like a flight attendant with her photo. Brindley. Brindley? Brindley, yes. Brenna, do you have any questions for Ed? No, thank you. I'm actually waiting at the vet with my dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, good luck with that. Thank Hope you. Everything's all right. Thank you kindly. All right. Well, I guess we can wrap it up. Yep. Thank you, ladies, for being my audience. Thank you, Ed, as usual. You're awesome. My, my absolute thank pleasure. Yeah, you guys, thanks for coming on last minute. No problem. You guys have a great day and a great week. Thank you. You too, Ed. Thank you. See you, Angela. See you, Autumn. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.